When traveling around North America, have you ever stayed at a place and thought, wow, this would be a great place for a sauna? Well, how about visiting a place with seven saunas? Welcome to Varjola Resort. Day four of my Finland trip. After a busy uh, travel day on day three, an interview with Dr. Yari Laukinen, the world leader in sauna research, I checked into the Variola Resort with all eyes on one of the smoke saunas along the shoreline, heated and ready for action. <clears throat> I am entertained by a fifth the fifth generation owner, Marcus, who offers uh, me up a few Savu Sauna instructions, uh, me being this American amateur. And uh, I encourage you to watch the short video. Uh, you'll, you'll meet Marcus. Um, and uh, he's got a great quote in there. And we just had a ball of laughter. I was very giddy from the drive to get there. And just uh, so euphoric to like pull into this place with these tall, massive trees and the beautiful lake. And uh, just the anticipation of sauna uh, that we all know and appreciate so well. In this episode of Sauna Talk, we are visiting with the staff at Variola Resort in central Finland. A long and relaxing Savu sauna the night before, and then a breathtaking morning hike amongst old-growth forests with trees reaching high up to the sky. I was able to relax in the dining room uh, after my hike, um, uh, and there was an impromptu employee lunch happening. Uh, and I had uh, the opportunity to sit down with uh, Rika, uh, the marketing and sales manager at Variola, and uh, Hanu, uh, he's the activities director. Uh, so some Sauna Talk episodes are scripted, and some Sauna Talk episodes are spontaneous. This episode is spontaneous. Uh, this was day four, and I figured it to be a recharge day. My car was packed. I intended to have a quick visit with the staff, open my notebook, and you know, be on my way with a few variola uh, facts and quotes. Um, from a sauna talk perspective, I had already hit the trifecta. I mean, three days into my trip, and you are able to hear from three very important people in the world of sauna. I mean, how lucky could I be? Uh, day one, Jarmo Lettina, sauna expert. Day two, Risto Elma, uh, the president, International Sauna Association. Uh, day three, Dr. Yari Laukinen, the world leader in sauna studies. It's like all on the same team. We have uh, Patrick Laine, Miko Koivu, and uh, Timo Salani in his prime. So I had day four in my head as a breather, but travel is full of surprises. Uh, the sauna talk, hockey team uh, keeps recruiting great players. After my hike, as we ate together and visited, our casual conversation kept opening up. Both Rika and Hanu were offering some great sauna talk, uh, which I think you will appreciate. <clears throat> it's one thing to write down a quote here and, and some facts there, but to hear it from their voices with accents is so much better. After one too many thoughts of reaching for my recording equipment, Instead of my pen and notebook, I finally got up and said, hold that thought, please. Ran out to my car, grabbed my recording gear, and said, okay, can we start again? This is the result of my effort. Finland, a land of 5.5 million people and 5.5 million sauna experts. Yet Rika and Hanu have an inside track when it comes to sauna. As marketing manager and activities director of the 230-year-old, iconic, active, sauna-infused Variola Resort. This show is brought to you by Nice Mug. Nice Mug is the only mug made entirely out of ice. For more information, go to nicemug.com and enter the coupon code SAUNA for 10% off your entire purchase. Now, just back from a hike 
in the woods. And I'm telling you, the trees grow here. It's like rapid grow is a product in America, rapid grow. And you, you, when you plant something in a pot, you put a little rapid grow. It's like every tree out here has got a lot of rapid grow. It's incredible, 100 and whatever feet. Uh, anyway, who, who am I sitting here with? Uh, my name is Hannu Pekka. I'm the head guide of the um, activities here in Varjola. And Varjola is, is where? Where are we located? Uh, central Finland. Mm -hmm. uh, the town is called Lauka and it's nearby the city of Jyväskylä, which is the biggest city in this region, the central Finland region. Yes, and I'm also with... Hi, my name is Riikka, Riikka Runaniemi, and I'm marketing manager here in Varjola. Great. Same company. Excellent, excellent. And you know, so much of this uh, is serendipity. I mean, I was, uh, I was almost going to be taken off and going, going to Harvia and, and seeing those guys this afternoon, but uh, I had some jet lag, and the fresh air here is so beautiful, and I was in Helsinki, I feel like I've been in Finland for three weeks, but I've been here three days. And so the jet lag sort of caught up to me a little bit. And so I rested and I made a, a, a pledge to myself that I wasn't going to go crazy today because I drove up from Helsinki yesterday. And I, it could not be better to do that for many reasons because the smoke sauna last night, the Savu sauna was wonderful. I woke up this morning, had a beautiful breakfast right here, went hiking out in the woods right behind us and um, you offered me a, a beautiful Finnish uh, lunch and I got to visit with you guys and I got to share this episode with all the listeners of, of Sauna Talk. <clears throat> so let's, let's chat a little bit about um, what happens here at Variola and, um, and the guests. Um, as activities director, can you share for guests a little bit about uh, what is offered here at the resort? Well, we have um quite a wide selection of different kind of activities. Um, you know, some, some are more adventurous and some are more peaceful uh, for different people. Um, but we have um, these safaris. We drive quad bikes and snowmobiles and huskies. Right. And then uh, we have rafting. We have a white water river right next to us. and. Um, the rafting product, as even if it sounds a little bit adventurous, it's um, it's possible for almost anyone to join us. It's a rather uh, short bit of white water here, and um, when there's a group of people, uh, not all are paddling, so right. that, that's also suitable for for uh, people who have never been paddling before. And, right on. So it's and, a quick rush and then yeah, it's over. Exactly. It's, Ra it's like Colorado rafting light. It's, uh, the, the <laughs> like whole, light beer. The whole whole streaming part is about half a kilometer long, but we go downhill uh, almost five meters. So it's yeah. a rough ride, but short. So back to the excursion, uh, uh, using the trails. You, mm. you mentioned a few uh, activities within the, the trails. Um, can, can you share a little bit about the trail system that's behind us? Yeah, yeah, the trails are our private trails and uh, we use them for safaris and all the treks and hikes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, we have the everyman's rights, but yeah. uh, for the for the motor vehicles. Yeah. Right. We when we make our um, snowmobile trails, they are our okay. only for our use. So there are no tourists coming towards us when we drive with our okay, I our see. But, but, you, but when you walk, that, that's every man's right. And, and I, uh, right. And I wanted to ask you, every man's rights, um, very specific to Finland. Um, can either of you speak to what that is and, and what is every man's rights? Uh, it's one of my favorite subjects, so maybe I'll, I'll talk <laughs> yeah. to you about them because um, it's a treasure that we have here in Finland. Very rare in, in the world that you can, everyone can move freely everywhere on private property, on state-owned property, everywhere. As long as you don't go too near to houses, you are free to walk in the woods, pick up berries and mushrooms, and uh, <clears throat> even make a temporary camp. Um, but you're not allowed to make open fire without the landowner's permission. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. there are some restrictions, uh, but you can, many, and the lakes and the rivers are included. So you can, if you use a canoe or a ro rowing boat, uh, you can move everywhere without asking anyone. I'm paid, and you don't need to pay anything. And even in many lakes, you can even fish for free if you're using only hook and line. Right. So no costing 
ability on oh, your on your fishing so, system. It's it's uh, every month. So that's how it's defined: is uh, no casting. Uh, roughly like that. Yeah. Roughly like that. And then is it also defined in terms of the boats? Is uh, no motor. Yeah, that, that every man's right. Motor outboards are not included in the mm -hmm. every man's mm -hmm. rights. But, um, but on the other hand, um, no one really owns the waters here. Yeah. So um, most often you can use an outboard on a lake. If you buy a fishing license and you mm -hmm. want to go fishing on a certain lake, there's usually no restriction to outboards. Understood. Uh, does every man's, talking about every man's rights on the land, um, no motorized vehicles? Yes. Same? Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can walk, ski, and. Um, Horses are not included. No, what about bikes? No. Yeah, what about bikes? Bikes. Actually, I'm not sure, but... Um, oh, we need to check that out. Yeah. But, um, but at least walking and skiing is, yeah. Yeah. is okay. And you can run too. Yeah, yeah you can run. <laughs> you and of course you can pick up everything what's the forest that are oh, serving yeah. us. The berries, mushrooms. Right on, right on. Are available. So back to the land behind us. Is it privately owned or is that public land? Um, the the trails and right right next to to the main building here. These are private, but um, very shortly there's some uh, grounds that belong to the local town, the local municipality, right. and uh, then some other private. Sure. Are, are, uh, so then, is the local municipality, are they the ones that put in the lighting system there for skiing? Um, I think yeah. they they, yeah. they are part of it. Um, yeah. the, there's a big um, spa and hotel and activity center oh. nearby here as well. And um, they they are, most likely they did it with cooperation with the town, um, mm -hmm. lighting the, the skiing tracks. And the so country, do, do your guests use the, the ski trails as well? Yes. Uh, but they do it on their own, so mm -hmm. we, we don't have uh, skiing products, so right. to say. Right on. Um, would you like to share with us a little bit about the facility? Um, um, Rika, you, you had mentioned that uh, about 85% um, of, of the guests here are affiliated with companies yeah. in, in business. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, the, yeah, the biggest part of our customers are companies. And they organize, usually they organize uh, festives or uh, awarding journeys. That they, mm -hmm. That's the reason that they are coming to Varilla. Mm -hmm. and, uh, they, they won the prize. Yeah, something like that. Or they have done it, their work so well. They or, made the quota. Yeah, that's the right. <laughs> or they have just the, the annual refreshment day, that kind of a mm -hmm. team building. Mm -hmm. Team building products are very uh, common in Varilla. Mm -hmm. And uh, the typical day of the company customers are that they will have a maybe meetings first, but then they will have uh, activities outdoors. Can you list the top three or four activities? Um, on winter time, uh, it is snowmobile safaris, husky sledge rides, and uh, Arctic yeah, maybe river. Yeah. We, we take people on, on, on thin ice with uh, these uh, thick neoprene survival suits very comfortable and very heavily floating so you don't even need, need to know how to swim so you can break some ice and go swimming on the on the open water that you have just crashed open uh, is it called a vanto yeah, yeah. You, it's big in finland isn't it yeah but but this is um well, this is um yeah, a lot of people swim yeah. in, in Avanto, but then they do it without any clothes but this yeah. one's a uh, dry suit mm -hmm. and uh, it will keep you comfortable comfortable and um, that's also one of the products that um, we can sell to anyone because if you're uh, uh, if you're a little bit nervous scared even you can gently go into the water sure. and lay on your back and look at the stars and hear the river making this noise in your ears because you, when you put your head underwater the, the hood will protect your head but you will hear the sound of the river in there so you can just lay still and enjoy or if you're a more aggressive person, so to say, uh, you can wrestle 
with your friend right next to the open water and see who's going down. <laughs> you can break some ice and jump into the lake and just go crazy. Place those pieces of ice into a line uh -huh. and try to run run across the open open water on those little ice. So it's a, it, it, to me this this activity seems a little bit like um, uh, beating nature in its own game in a way <laughs> where you know typically if you're walking on thin ice it's a very dangerous oh, thing yes. but oh, yes. yeah, yeah. you you because of the uh, the suits and the flotation you're able to reduce the risk exactly. and yeah. the, the suit actually makes you uh, immune to the cold it's even if we have minus 20 Celsius and the water is usually around plus three in the winter time. Mm -hmm. Hard north wind, whatever, you yeah. will, you'll be comfortable inside this. Yeah, Amazing. It's warm. Amazing. Yeah. Is this unique to Variola or is this some is this activity uh, in other places around Finland? There are some places around Finland. And what's it called? What's that called? Well that's a different words of that activity. I think in Finnish it's real simple to Simple and the exact translation is Arctic floating. Arctic yeah. floating. Yeah. Amazing. Really cool. Maybe, so maybe we will have to come up with a proper English word for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I like that one, man. Yeah. That's a pretty yeah. damn we'll, good we'll one. Arctic floating. Arctic. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, all right. So go so, ahead. Yes. So <laughs> summer times are the, a bit different kind of uh, activities. Uh, we have rafting. That's a very common summer season activities also the quad bike safaris mm -hmm. and of course the four companies the team building games and these kind of a group yeah building activities are the big one right. big group so, so what happens um <clears throat> being that 85 percent of your business here is, is company related what happens if the economy is not so um strong and i've i've heard that christmas parties are pretty much mandatory in Finland, is, is that safe to say? Yeah, it's, um, it's a very strong culture that the employer needs to organize a free Christmas party, it's expected and um, it often includes activities and um, dinner and some drinks and of course sauna. It's, uh, and the sauna is such a big part of the, the whole Finnish culture that it has to be included in the in the pre-Christmas. Um, yeah, if, if the economy goes goes down, the companies will have to cut down the amount of money that they use for this pre-Christmas party. But it still needs to be. Uh, first, they drop the activities. Maybe then they drop the amount of alcohol given free to their workers. Uh, but they never drop the sauna. It's always there. Can you tell us a little bit about? Uh, the saunas here at, at the at Variola. Well, we have uh, seven different saunas in Variola. There are a few smoke saunas, which is the old-fashioned traditional sauna, and then we have regular saunas, electric and wooden. A few, but yeah, seven is the total. There, one for example is in built in tent, big large tent, tent outdoor sauna. And uh, customers use it almost daily. Mm -hmm. The saunas mm -hmm. here. Yeah, yeah. So um, that that becomes an important thing. So it's a it's a matter of like recreation uh, in some aspect. And, and and what's your title again? You're the activities director. Yeah, head guide. Head guide. So you'll be taking groups around to different activities. Yeah. And, uh, and then sauna. <clears throat> yeah, my, my, my day usually consists of uh, preparing the activities, then guiding people through them, and after that I guide them to the next, next whether it is dinner or sauna, but often it is sauna. And um, I'm, I'm also often responsible of uh, heating up the smoke sauna and preparing it for the customers. When do you, uh, <clears throat> what time of the day do you typically fire up or light the, the smoke well, sauna? Smoke uh, saunas. Yeah, like, yeah. It depends. If there's a large group, you'll be, there's two smoke saunas, yeah. right? Yeah. So um, is it common that you will um, fire up or, or start the fire on both? It depends on the size of the group, right? Uh, well, it um, takes, uh, depending whether it's minus 30 or plus 30, mm -hmm. 
outside and whether yeah. it's one small group of people using the sauna or mm -hmm. two large groups after each other. But um, something like four to five hours mm -hmm. is usually the time needed to, to heat, heat up the sauna. The, the bigger sauna has about 900 kilos of stone in the stove, so it takes a little while to heat it up. Yeah. And we use these one meter long logs that we burn mm -hmm. in the, in the stove. I'm glad it's, you brought uh, that up because it's interesting. That seems like a common length. Um, is it like in just my travel coming up here, seeing wood piles, there's a lot of meter long length. Oh yes. Is that, would you say 100% of the time being used for sauna? No, or, or no, not? no. Um, you usually cut that into three. Yeah. It's about roughly 30 centimeter uh, mm -hmm. wood that you use for regular fireplaces. Mm -hmm. but, um, but these stops are big. So I'd like to do an equivalent because 16 inches is what we're using for, I think it's about the same. Mm -hmm. I mean, I picked up one of those meter long pieces, a full cut, you probably call that a full cut maybe? Mm. Full, like a... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, same. same. So it's, it's funny how we're 10,000 miles away, but some things are so common, you know? Yeah. We do the same thing, um, but... Even, very Even though your, uh -huh. uh, your style of measuring things is very, unlogical to me because <laughs> uh -huh. uh, you know meters and and grams are very nice because they're divided to thread yeah. pieces yeah. Uh, your your system makes me always very confused yeah you know, i can have, understand we have some uh, we mm -hmm. have some north american uh, uh, machines here mm -hmm. uh, quad bikes and snowmobiles and that and um and um, yeah, you, I need to have these inch size tools for them. So yeah. a little bit confusing sometimes. I know, I know. The metric system would be great if the whole world was on that. But it, it's it's quite funny in, in, in a good way how the length of this firewood is so familiar to me. But we don't have the long lengths as much. And, and you know, the, like getting back to the trees, they are so straight. Um, it must be beautiful. Do you do you uh, uh, have an electric or a, a gas splitter? Do you split your logs um, mm -hmm. um, pow with power? Yeah, we have this. Um, we use a tractor to make make the machine work. Um, it has a it, we, it cuts the log with a similar as a um, chainsaw yeah. blade. I don't know if it's called a blade. Anyhow, and there's a hydraulic press that yep. will that will split the wood. Yeah, and. Um, the one meter log is what you first make and you leave it to dry for a year. After and then, split. And yeah. yeah, and then, then you chop it into smaller. Especially the birch. Isn't it amazing how if you don't split the birch, it'll rot like super oh, fast. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. They, often the, the, if, they, if they cut down the, the, the trees with a big machine, it actually makes a all, all the way through the, the log, it makes a little uh, really? cut on, huh. on the bark so that it will immediately start to that's amazing huh. the, so, the, the moisture. Yeah, I, that's really, really cool. So, so um, <clears throat> logging is a big deal up here. Yeah, and um, there's a lot of forest in this country and most of it is being uh, taken care of, trimmed. So that Trim. it grows grows fast. When you, That's, when yeah. you drive around, yeah. you see a lot of forests that has the same species of of trees about the same age, and that's that's how you make them grow as fast as possible, and you make some money. But we luckily have some old forests as well, you know, natural state mm -hmm. forests, because those are at least for me um, nicer for if you go for for a hike, for example. Oh, no, I could not agree more. There's another parallel. This area reminds me so much of, of my home state, Minnesota. We have the same exact situation. The old growth forests are very special. Um, when you hike here in old growth forest, um, what tree are you um, seeing? What, what tree species? Um, the most common trees are the birch tree and spruce and pine. Mm -hmm. I don't know whether these particular pines have some certain English I know. name, but anyhow, it's a uh -huh. pine tree. I wanted to put you on the spot because I don't know the answer to it. That your pine 
the spruce, I understand. The birch is very uh, common. But your pine is kind of like a hybrid. Um, it, we have white pine, which I think is the closest to your, um, your pine. Um, but there's red to it as well. Um, so it, it, when it's cut, it looks very much like white pine. But when it's sta in standing, it looks like what we call red pine. So it, I don't know, it is probably not the biggest deal, but they're beautiful. And they're beautiful in Minnesota and they're beautiful here, so and yeah. Birch tree is most commonly used for firewood, uh, but in the smoke sauna we prefer um, alderwood. It uh, has the nicest aroma. We use it to smoke fish and meat as well. Okay, what can you tell us about, uh, is, is there any, um, uh, attention given to the different species of wood you use in the smoke sauna? Um, yeah. or, or does it matter well, whatever's it, on hand? I, I think uh, if, if, if it would be possible we would be only burning alderwood but um, um, birch tree is so much more available that we, we burn both birch and alderwood in the smoke sauna. But not pine? No, never. Never it, pine? No, no. Um, all, all those um, that sort of trees that has this sticky whatever sap uh, sap exactly yeah. so if you burn that it will make uh, a lot of black soot inside the sauna room because there's no chimney so uh, the smoke fills the room and eventually you will have this thick yep. soot all over will you use pine in in the regular sauna you can do that yeah, yeah. and you do that or do yeah. you um, People prefer birch tree because mm. it has the highest um, heat value. It yeah. will it will burn the brightest. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, yeah, you can you can use all of, all them in regular. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you like sauna, Rika? Yes, yes. Yeah. I almost go it every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, on site here or no, at home? No, at or? home. At uh -huh. home. Yes. And, how, and how about for you? Um, maybe two times a week is, is my normal mm -hmm. routine. Mm -hmm. I, it um, it must be tempting when the guests leave the Sabu sauna and the heat is so good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the I, best time? <laughs> <laughs> I, can, uh, I can see how you think, but um, yeah, when I'm done with my work, uh, I'd rather go home to my own sauna. Yeah, because yeah. you never know, there may be a knock on the door. Hey, <laughs> you're wanted at the main lodge, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> you got to, there's a, there's one of these uh, four-wheelers stuck in the woods. <laughs> get your clothes on and go that's, get it. Yeah. That's the reason why I never go fishing here on this river. Even though I'm a fly fisherman, I never fish here because my employer might, might call me. <laughs> Is that Marcus? Yeah, yeah. 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 Marcus was so funny last night. I, I got him on video. He was telling me about how you put the paddle down with the paper. You know, oh, yeah. Otherwise, your ass is black. <laughs> He's such yep. a funny guy. Yeah. It was really great to meet him. Um, <clears throat> tell me more about sauna up here. Uh, what percent of the guests are finished? If you had to say, um, can you tell us a little bit more of the flavor of sauna as it relates to variola and the guests that come here? Well, uh, there are different kind of uh, people and interests relating to sauna, yeah. There are la ladies or girls groups that are booking the saunas for pampering themselves, enjoying the jacuzzi outdoor, outside and take a small sauna for a while and cool down and chat. That's the one, one thing that they, people are looking at. Looking yeah. for in America for we, we have like like girls weekend. Yeah, you know, that, that's that's yeah. very that's common. Yeah, for example, patrol parties are one group, both girls and boys, women and men. Mm -hmm. Bachelor parties are or bachelorette parties, are, and usually they always involve sauna mm -hmm. in the, those parties. Yep, and most of the time are they staying overnight or uh, day both. trips? They are using both the day trips with the activity and sauna or just a whole weekend in Mariola, they both are right on. Yeah. very common. And what about foreigners? Any, any story come to mind where people um, that have been here that maybe didn't know sauna from other countries? Well, one, one group is now increasing, uh, that's Japan, Japan's that are, are very keen on sauna and they are, have been visiting for in Varela as well, and uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've seen a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people from different countries, and um, well, 
one of the biggest issues uh, with foreigners is the nudity. Um, Finnish people uh, most often go to the sauna perfectly naked. Uh, so quite a lot of people go to sauna with their family, uh, your children, your your wife, and everyone at the same time without any bathing suits or anything like that. So um, the nudity is often a big deal. Uh, for example, for Americans, I can remember one funny incident, uh, including an American family. Um, there were they had um, there was a married couple uh, with two teenage kids and we were rafting and when we come back uh, after we do the river we go into this um, water lock we rise up in the water lock and we paddle back where we started it's actually very handy to us we don't need to have a yeah, second guide uh, driving, driving us back and it forth it is handy and, exactly. um, <clears throat> so we were coming back and the other sauna is quite near <clears throat> near to the spot where we leave the rafts and uh, while we were paddling, there was a group of Finnish men in the sauna, so they were jumping into the lake, perfectly naked, obviously. So uh, um, when they started seeing naked men, uh, the parents kind of panicked. <laughs> yeah. uh, I suppose they, they panicked, like, now our children have seen a naked man, this is the end of the world. <laughs> that, type of, that type of situation, but I told them that, uh, that you can calm down because it's almost impossible to go to the to the to the lake in Finland in midsummer time without seeing any naked people. It's just part of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Americans are, are funny about that. Are, do you, would you say Americans are kind of the strangest about the nudity thing, mm -hmm. or, or, or how are the Japanese about it, or how do, how are people from other countries on can, the nudity thing? Um, it can change. Um, Sometimes we get groups here who have a Finnish host, host who tells them beforehand. Uh, he, uh, the host um, prepares them. He tells them about the sauna culture, and, and um, so they they when when they are encouraged, they might try the sauna without any shorts. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes it's uh, it's uh, such a bad thing that they don't even go uh, to the sauna building. They, Americans they yeah, or other service. countries yeah, from, too? Or? Uh, from other countries too. Like what other countries come to mind? Mm, well, the British are quite shy about, yeah. uh, about this issue as well. But, um, you know, even though I say that we use the sauna naked. We don't. Uh, we don't say. We don't. I don't want to say that we want you to use it the same way. That's that's the deal about sauna. It's, um, there are no rules for the sauna. You should you should go there and enjoy it as you want to enjoy it. Um, if you want to use uh, a robe, if you want to use bathing suit, if you want to drink beer or not, you can do that. What it's about a, music? Yeah. Um, you can have music in your sauna if you want. Uh, <laughs> I had, I got Marcus. There are, there are some party saunas in yeah. Finland where they have speakers, mm -hmm. waterproof speakers inside the sauna room. Mm -hmm. It's not my thing, but it's anything. I, I have to show you a video of Marcus where I, I brought a speaker down because I, I knew I was, it was 9.30 last night. I knew I was going to be alone in sauna. So mm. <clears throat> I brought my little portable speaker with really good sound, by the way. Because I figure, hey, if I'm just hanging out alone, I can play some tunes, and and uh, we had a big laugh about the music and the sauna. And, but I certainly wouldn't have done that if I knew others were going to be there, you know. But um, yeah, so so you know, you're talking about this nudity thing. It's kind of funny. So I invented this product called Troxers. <coughs> Troxers. I'm wearing them right now. It's a combination of a, a swim suit and a boxer short, oh, yes. you know? So like, uh, I, I'm always ready. Like, that's all I'm wearing in Finland, you know, is because uh, if I come upon a, like when I went for this hike, if I, I was, uh, I wasn't hot enough, but I saw the lake and if I wanted to jump in, you know, chances are I could go in naked, but you know, I'm always ready for a swim when I'm wearing troxers. Yep. And in a, in a mixed, now in mixed sound, like sauna traditionally, is what women first in sauna generally, or is that not a, yeah, a rule well, per se? Like I said, there are no rules, mm. but um, it's it's a common common habit that that uh, ladies and guys go separate. Yeah, and um, 
and yeah, often the ladies go first because uh, they uh, they want to spend some time after sauna to maybe put on some makeup and their hair. Yeah. So uh, or make that's the, make the meals for the men. Yeah, <laughs> that's just technical technical reason to. That's a little, little bit time for making up. Yeah. Make up yeah. So, kinda. so that's. I mean, if you have a bunch of friends, mm. it's kind of weird that guys and girls would be naked in sauna. Yeah. Is that uh, general? Well, yeah. It, it is possible as well. Uh, uh, yeah, if there are my many of my friends, um, we go all together without any yeah. clothes. It's not a big deal for us. But, but that, yeah, that depends on the people. In but, a yeah. but, no sound, one, but like I said, uh, no one expects you to do anything. Yeah, you can, you right, can, yeah. If you, 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 you want to wear a wear a overall in the sauna, you can do that. Yeah. No, no one will not not yeah. say that you can't do yeah. that. Yeah, sauna area is the place that you tear up everything, your titles and your almost your gender exactly. inside sauna area. And oh yeah, sauna just, is most definitely not a sexual place. Yeah, you are just you. You might have a name, but <laughs> that's all that you need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was explaining about Troxers, a product I invented because the American uh, American people, where I'm from, you know, sauna, where this urban sauna revival is really an exciting thing. In Minneapolis, Minnesota, we have the 612 Sauna Society, and uh, there's people that are of Scandinavian ancestry, but very American. Their grandparents may have had a sauna or whatever, and and so it's coming back. And yet, there's no nudity at all. I mean, we just there's it's just way beyond the culture acceptance in the city, all of that. So um, I've been using these troxers. It's a combination swim trunk and boxer short, so that you're always ready and okay. you can sauna yeah. in a public area. Um, but if you had a hundred people taking taking a sauna here. Um, well, it's not even worth asking the question because you guys framed it up so well. Is if you want to wear overalls in the sauna, you can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah you can it, yeah, wear it, it, whatever it's, you like. It's an example of the freedom that we have with sauna. Like yeah. when you're hot, you leave. When you're cold, you go in. And you know what's what I've learned is talking with folks um, from Finland. Now that I'm here, sometimes I'll ask, well, how many rounds? And I don't even know if that's the right word, mm -hmm. but nobody nobody will give me a number because they don't. Nobody counts. Yeah. Is is that yeah. a fair statement? Yeah, there. You are, you should stay in the sauna room as long as you feel comfortable, yeah. and you got you can do that so many times as long as you feel comfortable. It's um, there yeah. are a lot of people, our customers, uh, foreign people, ask me what are the sauna rules? What are you not allowed to do there? Uh, I, I try to tell them to uh, to uh, to relax because there are no not really no no strict rules you're, you're supposed to enjoy and forget forget about your troubles yeah yeah just enjoy even though I have a couple of Australian friends and they 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 were visiting Finland in summertime and big issue for them was that you have to have 10 lakes sauna. That means that you have to go 10 times in the lake and <laughs> go to the sauna 10 times, but yeah. There's a, there's a, uh, a general practice, <clears throat> I wouldn't say practice, there's a general feeling that three, three rounds is, uh, is a good thing. And like sort of three is the charm, you know, and I find that I have a wood-fired sauna in my backyard and uh, I have this sort of clock in my head, a little timer, you know, I say, okay, what round is it? And you know, I, I kind of get it. Everyone has their own little thing, their own little routine. Um, you know, sometimes I'll I'll shave after round two or something like that. It just I sort of fall into a cycle. But I I'm with you, and and I will often have an extra. It depends in my sauna if how the coals in the fire are, are doing. You know, if it's still really hot and I'm had a very nice cool down. Uh, I'll say, oh man, I'm not gonna let that heat waste, so I'll do another another yeah. round. So, yeah. And even though uh, people are not going naked in the sauna, they can use swimsuits, but uh, it's relaxed, and we they can change clothes separately, women and men. For example, we have uh, the student big student groups, the city of Uvascula, which is the nearest big city there is a university and every year the university exchange students will help, 
they held this kind of a summer camp or mm -hmm. one night yeah. with a Finnish outdoor evening with sauna and sausage and hanging out and enjoying the summer nights. And they have, there is uh, more than 50 in that group and they have multiple saunas, but I think they, they bath quite mixed up with the, yeah, the, the swimsuits. The whole group goes there, goes, uh, but they just uh, wash themselves separately. Yeah. yeah. But they spend a lot of time together, mixed gender, yeah. uh, in, in, the, in the fireplace room. Yep. And, um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and in the fireplace room, there's usually towels, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so there is a very logical thing. I don't want to go on and on about the nudity thing. It's, uh, it, it's, it's not a big deal, mm -hmm. as you know, as we're all in agreement. Yet, when you think about the way that the smoke sauna is designed, it's very dark in the hot room. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. And then you, you know, it's who cares what's going, mm -hmm. you know, what you're wearing or whatever. And then you go in the lake, and then usually it's grab a towel and hang out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool down a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what a cool, uh, what a great design. Um, the your savu saunas are very common the way they're designed. Is that right? Well, our version of the smoke sauna stop is rather modern. You know, the, the oldest type of sauna was just a pile of rocks. Mm -hmm. And uh, I suppose the, it's more than 3,000 years old. Uh, they, uh, they just dug a hole into the ground, piled up a bunch of stones and burned some fire. And uh, when they were done, they would cover, the, cover it with animal hives, make a sort of a teepee. Uh, that's the original sauna. Uh, but this one's um, we built it so that there's um, you can you can adjust the amount of air going into the, the fireplace and the fireplace is laid with um, these fireproof bricks so that it's an even even uh, fireplace and, and and there are these uh, cast iron grills under so that the air goes everywhere and and those uh, bricks allow the fire to spread evenly into the into the stove, so it heats up quick and it burns right, so it doesn't make so much soot. Mm -hmm. So it's a modified. Um, it, it's a it's a modern adaptation of, but it, it's still a savu sauna. It's, it's yeah. the real deal, but it's yeah. a modern modern version. Mm -hmm. yeah. Would would a uh, um, would a traditionalist uh, would a traditionalist criticize the modern version? Um, I don't think so. No, I, no I, me neither. I think yeah. as long as you have um, no chimney and a pile of natural rocks yeah. heated with fire, um, I think everyone will approve it. Yes. Yeah. Well said. And it, and that's an interesting thing in Finland as well that people really don't care. What kind of a sauna do you have? Everyone ha can have their own saunas, and there are lots of different variations of saunas. And, and it's uh, it's like a ca character, one character of of the person. That what kind of a sauna does he or she have? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but and how you use it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For no, example, no my um, uh, just I was thinking about different people using the sauna. Um, my father. Um, was the kind of guy that would heat up the stove red hot and go onto the highest bench and throw a lot of water on the stove. They get this really sharp heat yeah. on his skin. He would be all red when he when he comes out. But he would do that very quickly, very high temperature uh, and a short time, and then it was done. And after that, my mother would turn off the the stove and go lay on her back on the lower bench for uh, half an hour or something. So See, that's a great example yeah. of, of, of there are no rules. No. no yeah. Uh, my thing is, is I, I like to be conscious of the core, my body core, and that's why I like the Savu Sauna. It's less intense heat, yeah. uh, softer low loop, and so, you know, I found that I, my rounds were longer, but I, I have a little clock in my head or a little uh, feeling in my head where I know when the core is warm is, is when a round is done. But it sounds like your father was more interested in the skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, that, that's, um, that's how he liked it. Uh, he would do several rounds, but all very short. Yeah. yeah. And um, 
what's very important with the sauna uh, is always the air ventilation. When you have fresh air coming into the room, you can sit there yeah. longer, even though it's a very high temperature. Yeah. Mm. Would you say that um, <clears throat> there? Uh, let's talk about the smoke sauna. I mean, what's the big deal? Like, uh, do you? And I'm being fair in my question. Is um, is it a lore? Is it the uh, if we if we just analyze the heat? Um, maybe uh, uh, can you just speak to it? I don't yeah. want to make any assumptions. I, I know I know where this is getting at, and um, we like to believe that um, the smoke sauna gives the smoothest kind of load because um, it's only natural stone and it's um, for example an electric stove would have these um, this, uh, red, burning red electric um, how do you call it? Yeah, coils and they would and um, when, when the water touches that it will be a very fast zip kind of sound mm -hmm. and um, I think some people even have um, theorized that they hand out some bad kind of ionic exact I don't even positive know ions yeah something like that mm -hmm. so we like to think that the smoothest lulu comes from natural rock and um, I don't know if you can measure that yeah. you know scientifically but that's oh. how we like to think so, so just to pull that apart for a second from natural rock how would it differ if the rock is heated directly by flame or heated passively through a wood-fired stove? It, 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 could there be a difference? As long think? as there is no fire burning while you're in there, no difference. There yeah. is another type of stove that we actually have here in Varela as well. It is kind of a closed um, smoke sauna yeah. stove. It's, um, you, you open the chimney when you heat it up Mm -hmm. Fire and smoke goes through the mm -hmm. rocks into the chimney, and when you're done mm -hmm. with the heating, then you close the chimney and you open another hatch. It, is there is there a word in Finnish for this type of sound? It's, it's one of those um, those kind of words that has um, uh, it's a, it's a brand. Okay, it's a brand of the the manufacturer of mm -hmm. that stove and people know that type of stove by the by the word of the brand and that's obviously oh. a good position for that company yes it is. Do you, what do you know what's the name it's, of the it's called the aito kiwas aito stop i d a i t o a i t o yeah, yeah so you one it would means say... uh, it means genuine or real yeah. cool cool so would you define it as a modified Savu sauna? Yeah, I suppose so. It has the, it's a hybrid of the good sides of both yeah, the, yeah. the constantly, yeah. constantly mm -hmm. heated stove mm -hmm. and, a, and a smoke sauna. Have you had one of those? Rita? Yeah, yeah, I have. That's all. I, I like that kind of sauna. It's a, there are a com good combination of the mild lodu, like in smoke sauna, yep. but uh, not so big smell of smoke yeah. inside the sauna. Yes, I was, go ahead. Yeah, um, it has this wonderful system as well that you can adjust uh, the heat while you're in there. Because um, if you, the, the, the fireplace hood is, is down, if, when you close that, not much air goes through the stove. Yep. If you open that up a little bit and you keep the lulu hatch open, then you will get a lot of heat coming from the air that runs yeah. through the stove, mm -hmm. and um, when you when you mm -hmm. close the fireplace mm -hmm. door, then then you get less heat. And if you want um, the least amount of heat, then you can also open up the chimney, and some of the heat will run that direction. Exactly. So you so, can lower the temperature. So that's where it's borrowing from the technology of a conventional wood-fired sauna stove, in that you you have a damper and you can control the rate at which the air. Is, is combusting the so so it, it's different than a sapu sauna in that there is an active flame happening during the sauna. No, oh, no. it's it's no, completely it's pre preheated. Okay, yeah. but um, yeah, when when you're done with the heating, then you close close the chimney. Yep, and uh, open the lolo lolo hatch. And that's where the control is had. Um, well, yeah, you can control the amount of air running through the stove by the fireplace door. Yep. During the heat up process. No, no, after. after. 
Oh, yeah. okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So really, very close. We can, um, but we can have a look at it. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'd like to do that. Are you Are you guys okay? Oh. Like, can we do a quick little tour? And um, I'm going to wrap up with some questions. Yeah. Um, but would you like to add anything, Rika, about what we're talking about? I mean, this this went really. You, you know, there's Finland is a country of five and a half million people, and uh, and then five and a half million experts about some. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> definitely true. Well, one one. I think one thing that is quite funny uh, relating to sauna that um, the people, the person who are throwing lodu is, is an, well it's an issue who is throwing the lodu in sauna in Finland and we were talking about this with my friend from Australia and uh, they have a same kind of a situation going on with uh, barbecuing. I think I assume that you might have something to mm -hmm. do with that as well. So, so we find out that we have a, a similar titles in Finland and, for example, in Australia. We have Lodumeister, but they have a Grillmeister. Yep. And that's the same. There are quite similar um, things going on around the barbecue and around the the mm -hmm. wooden the, uh -huh. the the what's the the bucket, bucket. Yeah. yeah, around the bucket. Yeah. Who is taking the uh -huh. the bowl uh -huh. or not, uh -huh. and who is sitting around the right. bucket? And, I, I was and then, if there are, for example, ten men in the sauna, then get they okay. That's the Lola Marcel. He is now the Lola oh. Marcel. So, well, so the does that does show, that, show game? <laughs> yes, right. So does that role get changed if the if the Lola Meister goes to swim? Then there'll be a new, yeah. you know, maybe, a, maybe a young dude will, will <laughs> yeah. try to get, get the spot. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get the uh -huh. bowl. Uh -huh. And, so, and when, when he comes back, then they have a fish yeah. fight. Yes, yeah. So whoever's controlling the, the water bucket is the, yeah, the usually, leader. Yeah, usually these games go on without any words. Yeah. It's silent. Just thinking about very mm -hmm. gently. And, but it's yep. a funny game. It's, it's a positioning. Same, same, like you yeah. said, all around the world are quite similar things going on and yeah. barbecuing and so on. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Like whoever's hold in the barbecue, whoever's yeah. holding the, the, the tools. Yeah, yeah for, tools, yeah. yeah. Hey, give me those. Yeah. No, no, you no. go back yeah. over there. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, I'm excited to go take a look at, at, at the uh, the different saunas. You say there's how many on property here? Uh, seven total. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, I went for a walk. Um, there's one that it looks like it wants to be under construction. It's got like a, it's got a tarp over it, and uh, I saw a, a stove inside. It didn't hasn't looked. It looks like it's being built. Do you know uh, the one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's it's the tent sauna, and mm -hmm. um, we take it down for the winter because okay. uh, um, it's. That sauna is organized so that you actually wash yourself outdoors. Mm -hmm. There's a river right next there, and we heat up some warm water in a, in a heater. But um, you're, you you wash yourself outdoors, so it's no good in the winter. So we take it down yep. down for the winter because otherwise we always forget about it, and there's too many too much snow stacking on on the, on top of that tent, and then it's destroyed. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's, well, that's you know, the place. This thing about washing, it's like, uh, I mean, at our cabin on an island in northern Minnesota, uh, I'm, the, the cabin's uh, what, built in 96, so it's, uh, it's over 20 years old, and I've never stepped foot in the shower because the washing is, is so much better in the lake, and the sauna stove has a... Is it common to have a side water pan to heat water on the side uh, of a stove? A lot of different systems. Someone yeah. have, some, <coughs> some people have separate separate and some have it uh with the with the stove and uh, some yeah. some people have just a shower with mm -hmm. hot water so um yeah on on that note like uh, even last night um with the savu sauna building there is the shower room itself and uh either soap dispensers on the wall and all that which by the way is a wonderful thing you know staying in hotels in america they all have these little individual uh, little shampoo things mm. and little individual soap things. I'm like, I always thought that was a big waste, you know, of resources. Mm. But having the bulk on the wall like that, you just grab what you need. But where I'm going with this There's is... A lot of, lot of uh, thought being put on that kind of things in, yeah. in Finland and all, all around 
northern mm -hmm. Europe, I think. Uh, less packaging, right? less, yeah. less plastic packaging and more recycling and all yeah. that. Yeah, but where I was going, thank you for that. Uh, what I was going to say is, uh, for me, I never use, uh, I never have the need for soap or shampoo with sauna. Is that, do most people use soap and shampoo after a sauna session, would you say? Most likely it depends on how often you go and what have you done. If, I mean, if you do a lot of sports and you sweat, you, you may want to wash with soap. But anyhow, when you're sitting in the sauna room, you will, uh, sweat will push out um, the dirt from your skin. So totally, I think there's Have less. You, the, at, at least there's less need of soap. Yeah, yeah. When, well, ladies use them. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever so. felt more clean than after a, a sauna session? I think I, I need. A, I have so used to going sauna almost every night, every yeah. day. Yeah. So I almost think that I'm not clean enough if I go just in a shower. I'm the <laughs> yeah. same way. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad yeah. you said that. Yeah, that's amazing. Maybe yeah. maybe physically it's not such a big difference, but um, between your ears yeah. it makes a big yeah. difference. <laughs> it's um you know a if you take a shower that it's not like you go to a shower and relax but when you have that shower with the sauna session you become relaxed relaxed and um, that's that's the biggest difference in in my opinion yeah and if you like to have get rid of this, some smell for example at my home we my husband is working with cattle he thinks that he doesn't get rid of the smell of the cattle without uh, without going to sauna. Uh-huh. So I, I believe that. Oh, I, I know like in, if when I'm painting like if I'm staining you know outside um, instead of using like uh, turpentine or some yeah. whatever mm -hmm. you know a few a couple few sauna rounds and it yeah. just peels off. Yeah. You don't need chemicals. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So hey Rika, a couple questions for you. Um, if you could have a mobile sauna, mobile sauna, is it popular around here? There, yeah, there are lots of mobile saunas as yeah. well. Yeah. If, if you could bring one anywhere in the world and sauna, where or anywhere, any place, does a place come to mind where you you would like to uh, bring a mobile sauna and take a sauna? Around the world. Yeah. Well, I think it's related something to cold areas or mild areas i like hot countries but the sauna is not the thing in that area so perhaps some rural scotland perhaps or yeah. something in in the northern scotland right. for example would be wonderful how about you yeah i actually had a similar thought because um there are some special places for me up north i go um ice Cold fishing. Mm -hmm. I go for the Arctic char in the Finnmark region. Yeah. It's uh, across the border on, on Norwegian, Norwegian side. Um, so uh, yeah, I, when I leave my car on the only road that goes through the whole whole uh, region, I ski for almost 10 kilometers uphill into these small um, lake mountains yeah. and uh, there's no people nothing built by man just white white round shapes and um, no noise nothing um, maybe a sauna up there would be would be real nice what do you guys think is uh, most misunderstood uh, it's a it's a very um, good question for for each of you because you uh, uh, host guests from other countries. You mentioned Japan um, and other people that really like England and maybe even the United States. Like people come to Variola and need to be introduced to sauna or maybe have a different thought about sauna than the three of us that know sauna. Um, what do you think is misun most misunderstood if you um, were to have a guest that knows nothing about it? Uh, what, are they, what do they think that is not correct or misunderstood about sauna. Anything come to mind? Well, uh, I suppose, um, yeah, it's it's that when people come here, they think that there are strict rules how you're supposed yeah. to do yeah. how you're supposed you to use to the sauna. You have to be a professional sauna goer. Oh yeah, 
that can actually happen as well if you come from you know central europe where they have these public sauna saunas where there's an educated sauna health person who measures the amount of water on the stove and measures the seconds and minute how much you stay in the room they might think that you that you're supposed to use the sauna like that and yeah. that's obviously yeah. just stupid um, if you could sorry, sorry for all the Dutch <laughs> listeners. Well, how about I the just Ger called you stupid. How about the Germans? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I had to be quiet because I wanted to let that sit on its own. I don't think I could say that better. It, does it bother you in a way? I mean, just on a personal level, that uh, the adaptation of sauna in some places in Central Europe is regulated and with the Aufgussmeister and the, the timer on the wall. Um, do you have a thought about that? I mean, well, I think I, I tr always try to make it positively thought, mm -hmm. uh, the issue. I think that uh, we just have to advert or advertise Finland and our saunas more that the people are more aware that they could come to Finland to have the proper sauna. So because Rika, they have so lousy saunas around the Europe. Rika, I could not come up with a more Finnish answer than that. <laughs> how diplomatic of you. Yeah. Very, very kind. Um, uh, let's see, how about this one? Uh, if you could have a sauna with anybody in the world, um, anybody dead, alive, the past, um, does this person come to mind that you would like to have sauna with? Tricky, very tricky question. I think so, I have thought it many There's times. quite a lot of interesting people in the world, so it's hard to choose one. Um, maybe I would choose someone who's died because mm -hmm. now's a good chance to get someone back from the dead. Um, well, who comes to mind? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, some just famous musician or something would like to talk about music with uh, someone like uh, Jim Morrison in the sauna. Have a love few that. drinks. Yeah. Love it. Love it. <laughs> I'd probably take some uh, past Polish big men or women, women, women from the world, politician or some... Mother some, Teresa? Maybe or... Nelson Mandela. Yeah, I yeah. thought about Mandela. Cool, that would be cool. cool. Yeah, 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 beautiful. Love that. I ask all guests to sound and talk these type of questions. Um, what I love about it, it allows uh, much, much to your point about the freedom of sauna, the no rule, like we can imagine, and uh, we can, we, we don't need to be living under uh, structure. Mm -hmm. So these open-ended questions are, are in the spirit of sauna. Yeah, it's um, uh, just just that we were, when we were talking about the Central European sauna rules, I I was thinking that even if they enjoy using the sauna that way, they are right as well. So, see, I'm, I knew I was going to get a Finnish answer out of <laughs> after. Yeah, yeah. Everyone can live like they, yeah. they are enjoying the adaptation a, of it to how it fits. Yeah. Well yeah. said, yeah. Variola here, uh, a beautiful resort uh, in the center of Finland, north of about 30 kilometers of which town? Uh, the city of Uvascula. Uvascula is a great town, university town. How many students at the university? In Uvascula, uh, I'm not sure. Well, there, there's there's uh, university and, and this uh, polytechnic, polytechnic, or they, they call well, it, yeah. I suppose mm -hmm. they call it the University of Applied Sciences these days and a lot of other yeah. schools so it's a it's definitely a student town yes yeah right on <clears throat> I thought of one more um, as you th you sauna every day Rika, right so what is your favorite moment um, is it the thinking about sauna the stepping in for the first moment the first lulu the uh, when you're done going to sleep with the warmth uh, is there a moment you like like I, the most? I like the first lulu that's the thing i i'm not i'm not going to be there long but the first lulu is the thing for me yeah yeah especially if it's um winter time and mm. you spend the whole day outdoors and that cold gets into your bones 
and yeah. um, when you sit into the hot room and get the first first bite yeah. <laughs> and um, that that's that's a very nice sensation and yeah. uh, I also uh, enjoy opening my beer in the sauna room and having that cold cold beer and yeah that's that's pro probably the the nicest moment how yeah. would you like um, as you open and have a sip of that cold beer to have that beer instead of it, like a can or a glass it doesn't really make a make a big difference uh, you need to drink it quick anyhow because mm -hmm. you're in a hot room so well what would you think if it instead of the beer being in a can or a glass if it was in um, uh, a vessel made entirely out of ice. Would, would you think you'd like that? Hmm. Uh, could be, could be handy. Yeah, there there are some um, some insulators that you can use, so uh. sim similar as they use in uh, in South uh, uh, in in uh, Australia, Australia, for example, yeah. to keep Southern their yeah. beers yeah. cold. But um, I just I, I just drink it uh, quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I invented a, a product called Nice Mug. It's a mold to make a drinking glass out of ice. Oh. And I have... Well, you need to be here. quick with that one as well, because you will uh, lose it in the sauna. 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh. You'll see. I'm going to get you one, and uh, you can think of me when you have your next beer <laughs> in a glass made entirely out of ice. Wow. Sounds nice. Yeah, right on. Listen, this was just a pleasure to hang with you guys. Uh, unexpected. Um, I'm so glad that we connected here the, the, the day after my Savu Sauna last night. Um, such a joy. Any last words for listeners to Sauna Talk? Oh, um, I would like to welcome all people to Finland to try the original sauna and um, enjoy the Finnish nature.